Hi, this is Daniel from Markers on the Map. On this week's episode, we're going to talk all about the Nintendo Direct for Mario's 35th anniversary. After that, we'll give you some thoughts on the Avengers game and Need for Speed Heat. All that and more is coming right your way. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And thanks for listening. officially made it to episode 2 of Markers on the Map, our little gaming adventure where we're going to take you across the vast open world of game news, new games and old games, and everything in between. Anyway, I'm Daniel, and I'm here as always with Robert. Mm-hmm. How have you been? I've been uh, doing pretty good. How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Bit of a crazy week, all things considered, but uh, yeah. we... This is why we record on Thursdays. We've got a big news story to start off with today. <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> this Mario one. Bros. 35th anniversary of Super Mario Bros. Uh, we had a 15-minute presentation on it, and so let's let's get into this. Um, the first thing we'll talk about is the Super Mario 3D World uh, remake for the Switch that comes with the new uh, Bowser's Fury edition. Have you ever played Super Mario 3D World for the uh, Wii U? No, I didn't have a Wii U. I didn't get it. Okay, so the the idea of this is that it's kind of like a spiritual sequel to the 3DS game, Super Mario Land, where mm-hmm. we're kind of like in a... It's not quite 2D, but not quite 3D, and this one's got like a co-op mode. This is where Cat Mario comes from. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty. It's a pretty decent game. What interests me is this new Bowser's Fury add-on. It's a looks like it's more of an open world style thing, which is interesting for this type of game. Uh, I I would say that the trailer made this game look really good, right? Oh uh, yeah, the trailer made it look. Uh, it did make it look good. Uh, but Bowser's Fury, the trailer legit only showed like a little bit of it. it didn't show a lot of it. Yeah, just, it just the said yeah, package. this thing's coming out. The overall package looks really good. Bowser's Fury has me interested. I just read that they're adding online co-op. Oh, they are? Yeah, so this is actually a four-player game, or it can be played single, two, three, four people, but I guess with this port, they are doing an online co-op for it, so that's pretty hype. Wasn't Rosalina a playable character at one point? Yes, like, I you believe she's... go so far into it and you unlock her as a playable character? Yeah, I I don't know I I didn't when I had it, but I think I I saw her in the trailer. So uh-huh. yeah, Super Mario 3D World. It's not coming out till February, but a lot of this stuff is coming out sooner than that. Um, the Game and Watch is coming back with uh with the new Mario edition that's in color. So the, that's exciting. This is the newest Game and Watch. Only thing that's came out. No, they re-released them, didn't they? During, yeah, I remember like, a while back they had seven, ten, yeah. something like that. I think they were exclusives to Club Nintendo. Yeah. I can't be too sure though, but I miss Club Nintendo. 
uh, yeah, I, I got think, my Mario hat. I think that I think they were called Nintendo exclusive. I think you couldn't get them as rewards. And then the other thing would have been just like that Game Boy Micro, that had yeah. like the Game and Watch skin. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole Mario, the original Mario from '85 on a Game and Watch handheld. Mm-hmm. It also comes with Super Mario Bros. Two, um, a Game and Watch game. I'm forgetting which one, like Ball or something. Something like that. And uh, a clock. It's kind of like a clock. Because it's actually a handheld watch. I didn't honestly. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that was the purpose of it. Game and watch. I thought that was just a catchy name for it. Like, oh, it's a cool. It's an actual watch. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. I, yeah, I was like, I just thought it was a catchy name. Like, oh, one character's called game, the other one's called watch. Like, you watch as in, like, you're seeing it. But it, what they mean by it's a game and it's also a digital watch. You can tell time on it. Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. Um, $50, I think, and not up for pre-order yet, but I that's want not a bad. That's not a bad price. as a collectible yeah. item, and you can actually use it. It's not bad. And next up, Super Mario Bros. 35. It is a Tetris 99 style Mario game <laughs> where you can like launch enemies at at people and you know Mario Battle Royale, I guess. It's a simple I- way to put it, but the detailed way to put it is obviously yeah, you go against 35 other Mario online players, Mario's. Yeah. And the enemies you kill will tra- will be They'll teleport to the uh, another character. Just I don't know if it's like by selective, just like maybe whoever's behind you, they'll put him in, or maybe it's just random. Like yeah, we'll put ten bad guys in this guy's game, and then you'll only get like two because I don't know. I don't know how it works, but that's how the whole killing enemies and transferring them to other people's games works. Yeah, uh, it's like the Mario version of like garbage Tetris, where the the bottom overflows. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Uh, uh, everything has a battle royale at this point. Might yeah. as well. Tetris, I thought was the only thing Nintendo was really gonna do. Well, they do it well. It's not yeah, like they, they hardcore. It well. It's not like hardcore. Like you're on edge all the time. It's just like yeah, fun battle royale mode. And and it's not like this is like a like a sweat mode battle royale. Like yeah, like a shooter or anything. Um, I was going to say that. The weird thing about this is that it's only going to be available from October first to like March, something. But I don't know. I don't like. But that. It, it it doesn't make sense with this one. This is a this is an online digital Nintendo Switch online game. It doesn't make sense to take away a free game. I mean, I mean, it's not free. You technically need the online service, but at well, the same yeah, time, why why would they take it away? I don't know why they're taking it away. Maybe they just don't want it to be stale. Like, it's fun for a year, and then next year it has, like, a 10-player count. And well, no maybe really they'll re-release it as Super yeah. Mario, like, 70 or something. Super Mario, like, Maybe 40. they're using it as a stress test for Super Mario 99. Maybe. Mm, who knows? Um, we've got Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this looks cool. <laughs> Um, I thought the trailer was interesting because no one has that amount of floor space in a no, room that big. It's not that that too is not a lot of people have that amount of floor space, but imagine just like an animal walks by. So let's, most people have like either a cat or a dog. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a parent who just doesn't notice or see what it is or just like, oh, it's just a cool fort and then kind of walks over. But then they see a whole Mario toy just hurtling at them or something. 
Yeah, so Mario Kart Live Home Circuit has you have like a, a toy Mario Kart or Luigi and you control them with your Switch instead of like a remote. But on the Switch, it acts like a Mario Kart game where you're driving around the courses that you set up with the little markers and there's enemies and like themes and everything. It looks really cool, but it looks like a lot of money. And it looks yeah. like you need to have like the space and living requirements in order to use this if you want to keep it like clean. But I know some people will go out there and probably do some crazy like parking lot Mario Kart run or like some like hike mode Mario uh, Kart. My thing too is I want to know if the if they'll have more like toys like as in other characters. Yeah. Because it has a camera in the back of it. I want to know if that's maybe detachable. You can just put the camera on other toys. Oh, you don't have to. Don't give them I ideas. Like, don't I feel give the them camera ideas. would be a little bit too much. That's what I mean. It would be expensive if they actually made more quote unquote toys, which is characters, but they would have to add that camera as well. And I feel like the camera would or, add a little or bit more value to it. Detachable characters so that you could play Mario Kart with, like, I don't know, a pop figure. A pop figure? I put like, my uh, spawn I toy. I put my spawn toy in there. Like Pee Wee Herman cart. Pee Wee Herman cart. No, I don't think. I think the mold is as as is. I don't think they'll detach the character. Yeah. Then detach the camera. It is. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the next place. Other than that, it'll it'll be ridiculously expensive. Like, cause it has a camera on there, and it, it has yeah. to be a pretty good quality camera in order to catch like everything from the trailer. It seems. So basically, in the first bit of this, Nintendo has sold me ports of old games that I want, mm -hmm. toys that I want, special Game & Watches that I want, and now they're going to have special pin sets and like a Splatfest t-shirt of Mario yeah. Kart, or Mario x splatoon they're doing a crossover with animal crossing which we talked about smash last bros week. i think has like a tournament oh yeah some smash bros tournament let's get into the big stuff the uh big two things here. tonight is the uh nintendo switch online release of super mario all-stars big hype that that's a big one because they re-released uh, the original nes versions and i thought oh what would be the point of putting all-stars on there yeah but seeing as it is a 35th anniversary edition, um, yeah, it does make sense why they put it on there now. I want to know, this one's permanent, right? It's not like the 35 one? Yeah, I think this is just coming to the, the regular uh, SNES online app. Have you played the All-Stars, any of those games? Yes, I've played those at an old friend's house when I was a kid. They uh -huh. are very good versions of the classic games. And actually, the version of Mario Bros. 2 on there was the one that the Super Mario Advance was based on. Yeah. Except they added voice acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Lost Levels is the original, too, but with yeah. HD graphics. And uh, <clears throat> not not a big fan of that one. You're not a fan of Lost Levels? Uh, I can see why you're not a big fan. It's, it's, it I mean, is we hard. tried it. We didn't get very far. Well, we tried the NES version. Oh, that's true. This is the All Stars. This version. is All Stars, so they'll have the Super Nintendo controls. So maybe that yeah. make make a difference. It's like I heard, like obviously, yeah, the NES is harder, but I think the any uh, Super Nintendo is maybe a tad bit, a little bit easier, just because of the controls. Yeah. Lots of interesting stuff coming with that, and then the big news, of course, is Super Mario 3D All Stars. This is the 
Well, this is the home run for Nintendo right here. This is absolutely the holy grail of this uh, Mario 35th Direct. It's not just one. It's not just, oh, mm-hmm. we get this first game. It's not getting the second game, but it's literally 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy all in one package. Yeah, and this is huge because, you know, Sunshine was stuck on the GameCube. I believe Forever. Galaxy had a re-release for like wii u classics or something Mm -hmm. and 64 got that ds remake but this is such a huge deal to have the original three 3d marios on the same console as we have odyssey um now notably mario uh galaxy 2 is excluded for some reason but we've got these these first three here and they the trailer showed us a look at the up res the the way they're going to be presented on the switch and it's 60 just, frames it's just amazing man i gotta say this is so this is the first time 64 because they did have the ds remake but like i said they didn't have any it wasn't other a one-to-one control. yeah it wasn't a one-to-one and also it had the weird d-pad controls yeah and this is the first time you can actually play 64 on a joystick that's not the nintendo 64 controller because those mm. were a bit wonky those will wear down over time yeah and sunshine was what we discussed was probably the hardest part probably to have yeah sunshine has this uh pressurized function with the flood which is mario's little uh like a hose thing um on the gamecube the the water spray matched up with how hard you were pushing down the trigger and the joy cons have digital triggers so i'm wondering how they're going to kind of incorporate that are they going to have it like yeah, it's, it's really hard to think about how they're going to incorporate it. Maybe they'll have, like, the right stick kind of function in some way or maybe another shoulder button that functions. Like, if you want to spray a little water, you hold this down. or a lo- it's, it's weird. It, and what's crazy is that they announced these, and they're not, like, two years from them coming out. They're oh, no. pretty close to coming out. Yeah, it's, like, two, two weeks, weeks coming out. They are uh, coming out on September 18th. And we also discussed how... Basically, they put off every single Mario game on the Switch, except for, like, the handful ones, which some of them make sense, and one of them we're surprised that's not even mentioned was Galaxy 2. Yeah, Galaxy 2's not on the collection, but it wasn't even kind of mentioned in that little synopsis recap video they did at the end of the they presentation. Did, and they didn't do Mario Land 2, which I feel like everyone likes that one more because of... Yeah, I, I feel like that's more popular than the first. Yeah, because the first one is kind of like bare bones, but the second one was really like, wow, this is on a Game Boy system? Like, how? Yeah. And, and also Wii U. I think it was Wii U as well. Oh, yeah, they didn't show Super Mario U. Let's kind of talk about the issue with this, though. The, yeah. The, the, the elephant in the room. This, this collection is only available physical and digital until sometime in March. Just oh like boy. the Super Mario Bros. 35. So this is kind of like a Disney Vault-esque um, release. It's the McRib of games. It only comes it, it, once a It really year. does feel like that. Oh boy. We, we were talking about something else that you compared to the McRib. I forgot what else we uh, compared. And I was comparing it to the Disney Vault. Yeah, what what was it? We were talking about something else, like, oh, why is this a limited time run? It should just be out I there. can't remember, but if, we, if we're if we always going back to these same ideas, yeah, something seems like it's... 
And why, did, problem, why you gotta do this to me, Nintendo? My problem with that is, like, they know people would buy it. And I appreciate that it's not, a, like, a limited pre-order amount. At least what I've yeah. known from so far. It's not like, oh, only the first 5,000 can get it. It's like, no, as long as you pre-order it, you'll get it. But some people may not get it right now. Some people may not, you know, get it months later. They, yeah. might, they might could just, like, oh, yeah, I could get it maybe the next year or this and that. But they're doing the whole, oh, no, once it's gone... And digital too. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that, crazy. That one doesn't. When make limited sense. run does a game, it doesn't go away on the digital store just because no. you don't get the limited run. Uh, I panic bought mine today, so yeah, it's coming because I I I don't I need it. Which leads into another thing we were discussing too about the oh, yeah. whole panic buying and then like planning. Yeah. So. With- <laughs> Before we'll, we'll just wrap it up on the Mario Direct. Really good show. Um, that was amazing. Very surprised, but the rumors have have been here for a while. So we're gonna talk about very briefly some some other news stories. But first, a small opinion on like what's the deal with next gen? Like oh, we are two months away from next gen. Literally, it's November, um, and we don't know the price of these boxes. And that's what's the problem with me. It's that I just I don't care what's the prices. I just want to know so I can at least make plans for what I can do at least with my purchases because I want this Mario 3D All Star set. But yeah. there's the next gen console, which is like that's my priority. That was here first, so that's my priority. I know I'll have more fun with it, but I won't get it if it's too expensive, or at least not right away. Not right You'll away. Get it yeah. At some point, I'll get it at one point. But something I wouldn't spend like, let's say if it's like outrageous, like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. I'm not getting it, that. it won't be. Let's but put, let's, let's just put like, that fear to rest. That's something like it won't be nine hundred. That's not what we're saying. But what I'm saying is, if it's this price that I know, okay, maybe I won't get it right away. I can at least go like, okay, then I'll just buy the Mario set because I'm holding off on buying the Mario set until I know what the price of the five is. Yeah, and whereas we're we're really hoping that that kind of comes within the week to we'll be hope within within this early september months i don't want it to be Sony, like late uh, september sent out the whole pre-order sign up to pre-order a playstation from them thing so we've both signed up for that uh they haven't heard a single word i haven't heard a word from them yet but it, if it's based on my my interaction with playstation and sony content i feel like i got a pretty good chance because i've been subscribed to plus for like seven years yeah the only issue is that it would have been even better if i got to keep my old psn um, yeah because then i would have had all my ps3 stuff on there but i digress they need Same to show here. us the price yeah uh, i feel like it's just like i just want the band-aid to be off at this point it's like i don't yeah. care what the price is i just want to know what it is i mean we've seen the games yeah we know, unfortunately, that a lot of games are going to go up in price. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ubisoft says theirs aren't, but we'll see about that. See her how long. Uh, and uh, that goes for Xbox, too. I'd love to know the price of that, even though and I'm see, probably not going to get it. That's why they don't... I feel like that's why, obviously... I think everyone's just theorized that's why they don't want to do it, is because they just want to hear, okay, they're, what they're, is... They're waiting to see who drops the worst price first. Yeah, because with the PS4 when the Xbox One was 500 and that was kind of like eek, back in 2013 and the PS4 was all oh, this is $400. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a good price for a console. It's cheaper than the whatever." It always goes down to what's the cheaper console would always at least do well in the beginning. Here here's what I'm thinking me personally. 
expect 600 and be pleasantly surprised when it's 500. That's that's how I'm going about this. I mean, and then no-brainer get if it's 400. That's the dream. Oh, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. But it's like, it's very low chance. But I mean, it's not zero. It's a low it's, chance, it's, but it's not it's zero. It's the pipiest pipe dream that ever piped, but it's something I, I hope. <laughs> I would hope, but I'm seeing 500. Even at 500, I'm still like debating. Like that's still a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. We will hopefully find that out soon. So with next gen, in addition to prices not being a thing, uh, information is also not really a thing. Uh, Tokyo Game Show this month is, I think it's this month. It's set to have a like a 50 minute Xbox showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, with confirmed no next gen news, bro. Why is this year or this season of just like this current generation so secretive? Even with like Call of Duty Cold War, they were so secretive about this. Oh or like yeah. under wraps, like oh we can't show, and then just out of nowhere they just had it all out. That's I feel like this was gonna happen with this one. Like everything's under wrap until one day. I won't say out of the blue moon. I just feel like it'll be one day. Like oh like we'll we'll have a little thing here, and then all of a sudden they just like just drop it like bam this is the price for this is blah 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 this is blah 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 they kind of did yeah. that with the whole event with the console They're like oh this is how the console looks like the thing here is that it's a tokyo game show xbox showcase now yeah. the xbox is not super duper popular in japan no uh, it's there but it's not it, the it, yeah that's that's a good way to put it it's there why wouldn't you try to get them hyped up for next gen <sighs> what, what like do the... you have left this gen I mean, I think Microsoft just knows that. I, I mean, yeah, Japan is not this well because obviously Sony and Nintendo's there, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think but they should still hype up people there. Like, yeah, they look at our exclusives. Like, come on, like, we're just as good as these guys. It, well, I guess they're going to try and hype them up for Xbox One games. Well, uh, there is the whole smart delivery thing, but still, come on, guys. Yeah. All right, let's move on to happier things. Um, Rocket League, as we know, is going free-to-play, and they announced that at least PS Plus and Switch Online will not be required. I believe Live Gold may still be required up in the air at this point, but for sure Plus and Switch Online are not required to play Rocket League. I like that. I mean, that's that's great, uh, not having to or have places to play online with your friends. That's great. Yeah, it's true free-to-play. It's yeah. not pay for free-to-play. Yeah. Or subscribe to this service for free to play. It's just true free to play. If you have the console, play Rocket League. It's a really fun game. Yeah. Have uh, you ever played it? I've never played it. I've seen obviously it's been around for how long? It's been I feel like five it's been years. around for forever. Yeah, five years. It's been for, uh, for it, forever. It was free on plus um at launch, and that's when I played it. It's a very fun game. That's and it's funny how it's going free to play now. Yeah. But So um, there's that. What do you think about uh, free to play? I feel like most cross play like platform games should be free to play, like Fortnite. Oh, and... cross play is the thing with this too, right? Yeah, the it's Rocket like, League free to play. Rocket League's yeah. always been. A, do you think that cross play should always be free to play? It should not be like tied down to like, yeah, it's free, but you need to have this requirement to play our, on our system. Well, when it comes to cross play, I just want games to have it. Yeah. I don't think we're at the point where every game that's cross play is gonna be free to play. Yeah. But it's nice to have it. Especially, I mean, look, you're always going to have players doing Destiny or, like, say, Battlefront on PS4. But uh, you might not have that 
for like Battlefront on Xbox, people might play that less on Xbox. So if you had crossplay, it would give those people on Xbox probably a better chance of, of getting into a full match. I, I think what it is, I think I understand when people do like the like founders package and all that, like you like, oh yeah, if you're like one of the early people who play this game, why you should buy it, like to kind of boost it. But eventually at one point, let's say like how Fortnite started free to play. It's because yeah. obviously they make their way through the skins. I feel like more people would buy skins if they didn't have to purchase the game in the first place. True. Like, oh, I I bought this game, but why I can't you know just buy skins out of nowhere? But then you look at Fortnite, like, oh yeah, this game was totally free. Oh, I'm totally gonna buy this skin. Yeah, it's like you're. I guess you're more inclined to buy a skin when when the game is free and the founders pack is just their way of giving you a cosmetic pack or whatever yeah um that made me think of rogue company but i got into rogue company with a beta code so Uh, that's another way you use a beta code you get in for free yeah free to play games is a is a is a is a gray subject yeah you don't want it to everything no and everything is gonna be free to play i don't think Call of yeah. Duty. I mean, Warzone is free to play. That's amazing. That Warzone actually yeah. is a free to play game. R- remember but... the 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 companies want the money for these cosmetics and well, emotes and guns. Yeah, it's not that. They, well, it's, it's not that they want the money, but obviously they need to pay for their employees and pay for their service and pay for all yeah. this stuff. So they can't make everything free to play. I'm not saying all games should be free to play, but I feel yeah. like some cross gen games should tr- at least try to have either a affordable way to play it because obviously they don't want it just to be like oh yeah you need playstation plus to play on our thing but it's like well i could just go play on another console and then it's free to play on there yeah so there's that a couple more little things just little things uh nintendo's letting you cancel eShop pre-orders up to a week before they come out now i like that uh that's a great uh deal what well, was mean, it imagine? for Sony? Sony was like, what? It had to be like a month before you had to cancel? I didn't even know Sony could let you cancel pre-orders I, for digital I don't, titles. I, it's either they couldn't allow you to cancel pre-orders, or it has to be like a ridiculous time gap between the like actual release date and the pre-order. And and they don't seem to put up many things for pre-order on PSN. A lot of things, like a lot of digital titles just drop like yeah. the day it comes out, or like 9 p.m. the night before. Yeah. And so I, I like that. Uh, the last thing is that Google Stadia, that one digital streaming console box thingy, <laughs> has a Super Bomberman R Battle Royale, which looks incredible. And I don't get why that's on Stadia and not on the Switch. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm surprised. I mean, it's Konami. They own it. Yeah, yeah it's better look for on a Nintendo Bomberman game because that's kind of where they started on. But I mean, yeah, Bomberman R is on everything. Why is this cool looking mode on on Stadia of all things? It's a very uh I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. I guess Stadia just needs those exclusives. I mean like every game has their exclusives. Like you can't play Mario on Stadia. That's so true. So they got Bomberman. So I was like, yeah, we got Bomberman here. If you like you want to play it, come to our platform. Same the, thing the with Sony. The thing though is we that it's it's not even a new game. It's just a battle royale mode for a game I've played on my Switch for three and a half years. I just don't get it. Okay, and finally this week we have this week's Nintendo Switch Direct rumor. Uh, it's for a game called Buck 2 The Bumble. And it says here in the Switch exclusive looter shooter and sequel to fan favorite Nintendo 64 title Buck Bumble, our hero returns. 
and this time he's got friends and is going up against a formidable new foe in Sentient Candy. Through five insanely large open zones, Buck and his team will blast their way through mountains of enemies in a mission to level up and boost their stats until the numbers won't go any higher. The game is said to feature online co-op with teams of five and a multiplayer mode that'll put any battle royale to shame. Get ready to buck two, the buck two, the buck two, the base, buck two, the base, two, the bumble. I think this sounds great. Uh, I mean, that sounds it sounds like something the Buck fans have been asking for for a long time. Yeah, I can't wait to get behind the wings of our pal Buck once again. I mean, I they released B Simulator, so might as well you know release this too. It says here that there might be a B Simulator DLC pack. Okay, yeah, now I'm on board. I'm sold, sold, completely sold. Sold. Uh, cancel my Mario All Star pre order. Cancel the PS Five. Cancel. Christmas, it's time for Buck 2, the Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> and they said they might be coming out next year, so we'll, 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 we'll keep on top of this rumor. Who owns Buck Bumble? It's Ubisoft, right? Ubisoft. See, it, We actually, know it's going to be a live service with Ubisoft. Are they having a show later? I think they're having a show sometime this month. Hold on, I thought I got an email about it. It's, it's coming. Ubisoft Forward, right? Mm-hmm. It's a show. That, yeah, see? Is I'll, it September sometime? September 10th? It should be coming. I mean, I got an email of this. It should be happening soon. Well, we'll make sure to cover that then. Oh, yeah. The, the first one wasn't great, but we'll see if the second one's better. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't like... Yeah. It wasn't a disaster show. wasn't a disaster. Let's give it that. Yeah. All right. Is... So... Is, uh, I was going to say real quick. Is Bomberman your favorite Konami series? Uh, no, Metal Gear Solid is my favorite Konami series. Really? Mer- you yeah. What other? What other? There's Castlevania. There's I feel Bomberman. like you would pick Ca- Castlevania. No, I've actually not like played hardly any of them except the the collection. The do ha- was it? Oh no, that's on the Turbo Graphics uh, yeah. Mini. They had the other Castlevania game. That one looked pretty cool. Oh, I think that one's on the collection. Yeah, I'm not too one... sure. Mm. Well, that one looks. I, pretty I, cool. I don't know, but uh, MGS. I would, I would, like I would the say the same game. thing too. Also, yeah, they're card games. I like. I mean, yeah. I like Yu-Gi-Oh in general. Yeah. So this week, we have both been playing uh, a, a game that's either new or new to us. This probably won't happen every week because money's a thing, and buying games is not something that happens all the time. But I decided last week that I was going to get that Avengers game. Mm-hmm. Despite the initial look of the game reaction and yeah that that I had to it was not not the greatest. Uh, was, I, I feel like you saw the potential though. You said I see the potential there, but it just doesn't look that great. Yeah, if you remember back to E3, they showed the bridge mission that starts the game out, and everything yeah. looked kind of weird. I I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it just didn't look like it flows. But since yeah. then, they've uh, edited, they've changed the character face models so that they don't look kind of rip-off-y. They kind of yeah. have their, their cool look to them now. I mean, you associate these characters with actors now. Yeah. But you kind of, the game, I think, does a good job at at, at maybe after an hour or two playing of, of differentiating that. Especially Bruce Banner, he looks nothing like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um. So, this game is 100% not what it looks like to me 
from trailers and gameplay previews and reactions to the beta. This is actually a very good story-driven campaign. I haven't touched the multiplayer yet, so I haven't gotten mm-hmm. into like the the Destiny part of it yet, but think Destiny but Marvel. Okay. Um and and I do mean that in every single sense of the word Destiny. Like this game is literally Destiny but Marvel. It's got faction vendors, faction rewards, mm-hmm. bounties basically. Um the mission structure is the same. The way the menus look is the same or the skill whatever mm-hmm. it's very fun the story is very good uh you start with miss marvel actually she's like the main character of the story and you kind of go through this whole avengers like amusement park thing mm-hmm. where she's like fangirling about all the avengers and and then they meet her and they're like oh my god it's captain america oh my god it's thor and it was just really well done and then we get into the story where uh, spoilers for the very beginning of the game. Captain America dies. It's been five years. And now uh, Dr. Tarleton is kind of running AIM. And uh, the Avengers are being put back together basically by, by Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Who found some AIM hack that showed uh, George Tarleton sealing uh, Captain America in the room. So. Okay. Off the bat here, we've got Modok as our villain. And that's, like, crazy to think about because Modok seems like a character you can't take seriously. You know Modok, right? I have no idea who that is. Okay, he's that Marvel dude with the giant head. Oh. He's like a floating giant head with a little body. Oh, okay. He's the villain of this game. Oh, what Um, the heck? So, and he's kind of progressing through a transformation. He's not not quite there yet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this game feels great the combat is really smooth you've got six playable characters from the start Mm -hmm. Uh, i happen to think miss marvel is the most fun so far and iron man's probably the hardest to use for me i just can't get used to that um you've got a lot of cosmetics to unlock in the game there's some to buy i think the microtransactions are a bit a bit much Mm -hmm. and then premium challenge cards which are like a season pass but these season passes don't expire so there's no rush you don't have to you don't have to do it within a certain amount of days now the version i got came with a thousand credits Mm -hmm. and you can use that to buy uh, an upcoming character's uh challenge card so the challenge cards are the paid part of the characters the characters will all be free the challenge cards are paid Mm -hmm. but with these thousand credits and and the fact that you earn a thousand credits after completing a challenge card, I'm hoping to be able to kind of get all the challenge cards without paying any more than than I did for the game. And I I haven't played an awful lot. Mm-hmm. I've played maybe sixty percent of the campaign. Haven't haven't tried the multiplayer out yet. But sixty percent of the campaign. You say I haven't played a lot. Well, the <laughs> fact that I've had it since Monday. And the game's not out until tomorrow, technically. Uh, um, but I got the exclusive digital edition. Um, 60% I mean, doesn't doesn't seem like a lot. It's also been a crazy hectic week, so I haven't mm. gotten to quite sit down as, as much as I want to with it. But, you know, it's really subverted my expectations. 
I mean, trailers can make and break the way you look at it. I mean, you said the same thing with Invisible Man, which you saw the initial trailer, which is what I'm going to reference to where you saw the trailer and you're like, well, it looks all right. It it didn't feel like Invisible Man to me. Yeah. But then you went to go see it. Yeah. I I went and saw that movie and I was like, you know what? Sometimes you can't, you can't base it off the trailer because that movie was awesome. And there's trailers that are awesome, but then when you see the movie, you're just kind of like, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. So, I guess the thing with this is that this is a triple A, like, extravaganza, live service, games as a service, whatever you want to call it. But it's fun. Yeah. You've got three skill trees per character. You, the characters all play very differently and while still feeling similar like this is a this is like a beat em up game that's mm-hmm. also like a third person shooter even miss marvel has a a ranged attack so but instead of a gun she just kind of she's a polymorph so she's stretchy kind of like yeah. mr fantastic so she shoots her hand at people or hulk will pick up parts of the floor and throw it at people where Iron Man will shoot from the from the the hand beams, or Black Widow has her guns. Yeah. So all the characters feel very unique, but the gameplay is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Seamless. You you switch off and you kind of have a good idea of how the other characters are gonna play. Okay. I uh, I, I did play a bit of it. I played a bit of the beta. Oh, you played a bit of the beta? Yes. I had a friend share play with me, and I oh, did cool, play a little cool. bit of it. Oh, cool, cool. Who'd you play as? Uh, I did the bridge part. I did that. Oh, part. okay. Yeah, the bridge part still not super duper impressive, but I thought it was better than what they showed at E3 last year. I saw. I my initial thought of the game was, this is okay and it has potential, and I hope with this beta that they take in the valid points and they fix it up, which it seems like they did. Because yeah. you're talking about how it doesn't sound like the same game that I played. Yeah. Which is weird. I feel like the beta might have been a mistake because there's a lot of good story content out here. I, feel like, I would say that it's a good story on the on the level of the Spider-Man game. I feel like the beta... I feel like the trailer and the beta just made it seem like it wasn't that good of a game. But I feel like the way you're describing it to be, it does sound like an actual really good game. It's just... Yeah. Those weird parts that they just show for some reason are not the strong points of it. Which it should be. It should show the strong points of the game. Oh, definitely. And, and I'm really excited to try the multiplayer... Because this just seems like, I don't know, it's it's a it's a repetitive game because it is it is like Destiny, mm-hmm. and there will be grinding, but you know, it just seems it's just a ton of fun. I'm I'm very endeared to it. I, it's very corporate, but it's also like, I like it. Mm-hmm. It resonates with me, and it it loads slightly faster than Destiny does. So, is it worth the full? is it $60? It's $60. Um, is it worth the whole price or you think people should wait or is it just be like give it a chance it's worth the $60? Well, put it this way, I I haven't tried the multiplayer yet. Mm-hmm. Um and I paid 70 for the the exclusive digital edition that was on on PSN. Mhm. Uh give it let 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 me let it marinate for a while before I I say if it's worth the the full price or not because we've got apparently tons of characters coming for free um starting with kate bishop which is like the female hawkeye mm-hmm. so oh, i did see that 
yeah, we'll we'll see how it plays out over the months to see if the player base keeps up to see yeah. if you know the multiplayer is any good. Is it it's, better it's, than uh, Ultimate Alliance Three? Um, what I'll say about that is that, uh, hmm, Ultimate Alliance <laughs> Three is also very repetitive and grindy. So and it has like three hundred levels per character. Yes. And also, it features this little rock that you attach to your character called ISO-8, which, like, mm-hmm. boosts their stats. And I was shocked to learn that the Avengers game also has ISO-8. Okay. And I'm, I'm getting flashbacks now. <laughs> but I, I've been playing uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 a lot lately, too. And I've been playing as Miss Marvel in that because, ironically, she's the best character in that, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to talk about that on the, on the podcast sometime because I think that's a really good game. But yeah, that's some some early reaction to Avengers. What'd you play okay. this week? Uh, what I purchased and played this week recently was a game that came out last year, and I believe it's the last one in the series, right? That's what EA said about uh this Need for Speed game. Oh, the the, the series that started with Rivals or whatnot. Yeah, or the whole this, series. Yeah. Wasn't this like sure. their last one that they're just gonna consistently update it? maybe because i haven't really i mean it's only been a year so we'll see but i mm-hmm. feel like uh this need for speed which it's gonna be need for speed heat was is the one i played recently this um, is the one with day and night different types of like legal races in the day and street races at the night right yeah okay this is, How this is this it? one uh it's good but it could be great and I, i'll get into that uh, it's not a bad game. For, for, for like right here, right now, it's actually a really great game. It was worth every penny. It was a fun. It's a fun game. Uh, if you played like Need for Speed, uh, twenty thousand fifteen, which I did, and I actually found it very pleasing. A lot of people didn't. Yeah, I actually liked it. I liked it. Uh, Rivals it was as pretty well. good. Uh, Rivals payback, was great. Yeah, Payback was just out the card. Me- I feel like Payback was obviously good, but the whole card mechanic just kind of yeah. Like, did did they get rid of the whole card game slot yes. machine nonsense from it's, Payback? Yes, it's straight Ooh. up 2015 like customization where you, it's just the cars. You just buy the parts and you upgrade the parts and you add things here and there. You're like, oh, what if this part works with this one and this and that? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, but uh, campaign is really short. Mm. I bought it and I beat it honestly within the 24 hours. Wow. Campaign is really short. Only thing that prolongs the campaign is just you having to level up your character. But other than that, you if once you kind of get the game, you can beat it within 24 hours. Okay. Uh, which is because and what's funny is that the story actually is interesting, but there's a lot of things that just kind of go in and out pretty quick. Like a character will come in and then they're gone the next. Something comes up they fix it within the next mission it's like it doesn't and i I mean that makes sense like sometimes there's games that prolong that like there'll be one thing that just prolongs the whole story with this Mm -hmm. one it kind of does just kind of get out of the way but it kind of gets out of the way a little too quick it's like it should at least have a little linger a little bit longer the camp yeah the campaign was really short um so the way the game works is uh at daytime it is the legal racing that's the way you earn money kind of like pro street that really old need for speed yeah uh legal racing like they have like the barriers and like all these like the path that you have to like take um you earn money through that 
And then at night time is uh, when you earn rep. Basically, you earn, you know, your name around like, oh, I did the whole night. I did 10 racing and I earned, you know, 50 rep or something like that. Ooh, that that's such and a need for speed thing. Rep. Yeah. Rep. Uh, the rep uh, unlocks is your leveling system. Basically, that's how you unlock new car uh, parts for your car. Okay. And that's how you upgrade them. Um, and my problem with the rep, and this is the major problem, like I said, this is why it's good, not bad. One thing I didn't like about this Need for Speed was the total system. Basically, like, uh, if you hit your car, like, good enough, it'll total it, and then your car will be out of commission. Like, it won't work. Do you and lose rep? You don't lose rep, but you don't gain the bonus uh, multiplier by the, uh, your heat wanted level by the police. Like, obviously, it's, like, one heat level, two heat level, which will double. I want to say double, but it gives a significant amount of more rep to your, like, knight character, I guess. Yeah. Um. The whole system with the totaling, I don't get it because at night there are gas stations to fix your car, but you can only do it three times. So the max is three. And once the cops basically total you, like once you crash and you're, you know, low health and all that, you're you're busted no matter what no matter what's happening. Once your car is totaled, you're busted. So, so it, does it seem like you're kind of like worrying about a lot of stuff yeah, all the time? And it's not the the intensity that you want it's like oh like i caught this cop keeps hitting me and i'm losing half of my health right here and then like i gotta find a gas station and and when you're doing it online you can't pause the game when you're doing online uh-huh. mode. so it's like i can't pause it i just gotta gun it and see which gas station i can see i can upgrade my car to fix it yeah and, and nfs is not a sim it's a it's an arcade racer yeah it's an arcade so racer. adding these things sounds like it could potentially you know, make it good, not great. Yeah, like, when, early off when I first started, like, Heat Level 2 was difficult, and that was in the beginning. Like, I thought that was pretty difficult. I was like, how am I going to escape these cops when they keep... And what's pretty weird, too, is no matter how much you upgrade your car, the police are always going to catch up. Because they have their Corvettes, they have their Dodge cars and all that, and it's cool. But if you have a Corvette at level 2, they'll keep up. But if you have your car level like 400 plus, it'll still keep up no matter what. So is uh, there like grinding and stuff? Yeah, like that's a, that's what kind of sucks. It's like the only real way to earn rep is to do night missions. But there's kind of mm-hmm. cops everywhere. They're kind of just like you'll drive and then next thing you know, there's a cop coming. You're like, well, I have to. there's only one way through this and I have to go past them. Uh, let me ask one quick question. Is there markers on the map? Uh, there's most definitely markers on the map. There's actually a lot of collectibles around the map. Oh, yeah. There's, like, that, flamingos and posters and, like, street art. But, like I said, there's it's good, but there's a couple things keep it from being great. I feel like with my... I played it. I mean, I beat the game. I pretty much upgraded my car. I beat it. Yeah. Uh, my criticism is that with the day racing, this should give you a little bit of rep earning. Like, not a lot, but... A little bit and with the night racing this should give you a little bit of money but obviously more rep like mm. it should still give you a little bit of something so you uh, can't earn one currency you have to have day for one currency night for the other you can't you don't get any yeah you don't get any for for oh, anything that's else odd. yeah that's why like it forces you to like i can't just do day racing and earn rep i have to do these night racing but like oh my car is not a strong enough level to take these hits my car is not fast it, it enough feels to like outrun. the classic destiny you can play strikes but you should also play crucible to get the crucible rewards yeah and 
with the net. Let's see. My and another thing is that I would completely take out the totaling system. Not maybe not completely, but what what's also frustrating about the game, and this is every Need for Speed game, it's not just this one, is the AI system. Yeah. Uh, the, the AI cars would stop in the middle of an intersection. They would just pop up from out of nowhere, or they'll be compact and weird things like, well, I can only go through here, so I'm going to hit one of them eventually. And it kind of does take a lot of health away from your car. So hitting an hitting a impact like on an on a AI character, like I said, will take half of it, and then you also have a, a, a Corvette car coming at you that's a cop that's hitting you in the back and basically make you go into critical damage mode. I feel like they should get rid of the whole damage with the AI system and keep the cop damage but make it very minimal, make it not a lot because like examples like with the Nissan, I, I, I barely made it out alive at I don't think I actually made it out of night mode. I don't think I ever once escaped the night mode because it had very low health. I... Then yeah, then you get like an M three, a BMW M three, I can make the whole night no problem because it's a pretty beefy car when it comes to the game. But I would replace the whole damage system and just add an extra uh, heat level because there's only five max. Okay. So um, I played the Crew 2 earlier this year and the Crew 2 has like a like a continual grind for new parts and upgrade, upgradable things and things you have to go into a menu and swap out and every every race you're replacing the part or upgrading a part. Is that is that a thing in Need for Speed Heat? Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, kind of like a continual stat boost, constant almost. Yeah, because with the parts, there's like ultimate parts, but the only way you can obtain ultimate parts if you race at a certain heat level. Like heat level three and heat level five are like the ultimate part racing, where you need to have a heat level three to order to start this, and the next ones are obviously heat level five to start the next oh, race. You know what game but, didn't um, have that? Rivals. Rivals. I yeah. miss the days, man. And like when you play during the daytime, the music's all like. Uh, it, it it's basically Florida, so it has a lot of like Hispanic and like uh like music like that. Yeah. Like, I would say like how in like the Fast and Furious films, how like when you go from like one, it's like all techno two thousand music, and then once you hit like four, it's all like very Spanish Hispanic like music and all mm-hmm. that. Do uh, they go same full thing in on the eighties theme? Of uh, the, the no. box makes it look like it's eighties. No, themed, it's like, not eighties themes at all. Uh, at night, it's all like uh rap and techno i mean there's some rap during the day but mm-hmm. it's mostly around nighttime but i i still say it's worth it's worth buying and worth playing it's actually still a good game there's a couple of headaches but once you understand the headaches you can work around it and it's a fine it's a fine game but like i said i would get rid of the whole damaging system maybe not on the cops maybe the cops should still do a tad bit of damage on you but i would just add a six uh heat level because i find it more intense when the cops are coming in and packing you in a corner and you're trying to escape, that's more intense instead of just a cop hitting you and then you're like, oh, I, I have no more health and now I'm totaled and I lost all that rep. And you lose money when you get caught. You lose okay. a pretty good amount of money. Let, let me ask, because the Crew 2 and Need for Speed Payback have this mess. I'll just call it a mess. Where yeah. you've got to use, like... 20 different cars to do like you can't use this car in this event you have to have a car that's made for this event does need mm-hmm. for speed heat do that or can you just use your same car the whole time no you need there's like there's drifting events there's off-road oh, events no. there's street which but what it is it doesn't go to the story 
it you don't have to do them at all for the story. Oh, okay. They're they're there. Well, that's cool. Like if you want to try them, but for the story, you don't need to do them. Cause uh, Need for Speed Rivals, and I don't remember if 20, 2015 had that, but in Need for Speed Rivals, you could just use the same car the whole time or get a better car. You didn't have to have this car for drifting events or that car for uh for tow whatever whatever it's called tog or whatever yeah same uh it is but 2015 did kind of have that there was like drifting events i did yeah. have different i but it's like i couldn't just make this car do it but i would purchase other cars like i would just use this car for that it's yeah. there like you can use the same car but it also gives the options of, like if you want to use the same car you can but if you want to use a different car it's also there as well which i find if it gives you the option that's the best thing to do yeah, like, options yeah, are nice. You can't do the off-road stuff, but you don't have to. Like, you yeah. can use the same car, but you don't have to. You can use a special car that you like, want to build. Like, I'm a, I'm a person who likes to play Need for Speed to race, not to get points from drifting. It never yeah. did the, It never did anything for me. But yeah. it sounds pretty good. It's, it it's sounds better it. than Payback. It's better than Payback because of the, the flaws that kind of let it not be its full potential payback it's, was just a whole mess of microtransaction nonsense yeah. slot machines to me i i couldn't i couldn't finish payback yeah and then it's better than 2015 like i guess the, i guess gameplay i still like 2015 a tad bit more but there's more to do in this one like Ooh, this one has daytime 15, yeah this it's like that's one thing too i didn't like 15 because there was no daytime it was only night time and i'm like that kind of sucks um, this makes me want to play Rivals again. <laughs> Rivals? I haven't played Rivals. Oh, That's Rivals the one I is haven't amazing. Played. Um, but yeah, with this one, I say if they add like more story DLC, that would be great. Because the story kind of leaves on a kind of like a cliffhanger. Like, ah. I feel like there could be more to this. Like, they're, like It feels like they could do more with the story. Like It could keep going on even after this. Ooh, uh, like, Need for Speed Heat 2. Yeah, like a DLC add-on. Uh add cars to it add new racing to it you know mm-hmm. add different things to it because it, it, it's there and the potential is there to make it a great game and then i would yeah remove the uh damage and just put as once they pack you in that's when you're busted and then obviously because that's way more intense because i remember playing most wanted and that one didn't have like a damage system you can hit your car yeah. 200 miles per hour at a wall and it wouldn't do nothing to your car but it was most intense when the cops will all pack you in a corner and you're like i gotta get out i gotta get out i gotta get out this corner but then you're like oh you're busted you can't get out buddy yep oh is that us wrapping up then are we uh i believe that's all we have for today i think there's nothing else that really happened any other right. well i did play a bit of destroy humans but we'll get back to that one later because oh I yeah we, we want to we want to really talk about that one so we're going to head off for this week. We hope you enjoyed, and we definitely thank you for listening to our little show. And it's like we always say, at the end of the day, the real zone of the enders was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.